Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians. You're listening to the audio version of the live streaming vodcast from Austin, Texas. This is season four, episode 52, recorded on August 28th, 2018, live from the Fourth Tap Brewing Co-op with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Claude Ramey. Our musical guest is Alex Alco. But first, we have a not-so-secret little club to tell you about, where you can get access to exclusive content, merch, your own spotlight on the show, and of course more for as little as $1 a month. Join our community of patrons that make this show so possible. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting live music. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Welcome to Music First Hand. My name is Becky Jo Neal. And I'm Claude Ramey. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, I'm really excited about We're here at a fourth tap again. It's been a minute. We love you so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you, fourth tap. Holla back. Appreciate y'all. Um, Claude, who do we have here today? Oh, uh, tonight we have a one-man band. He goes by Alex Alco. Give it up for a tap for Alex Alco. Hello, everybody. I'm Alex Alco. Um, this first song is called Home Movies, and uh, I just finished the EP. The song will be on. I'm very excited. Um, but enough talk. Let's get to it, right? Thank you. 
Keep it going for a tap for Alex. Thank Alcone. you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. That was gorgeous. Okay, uh, before we do anything, it is on your Facebook or your Instagram today that it's your dog's second birthday. It is my dog's birthday today. This this show goes out to Slayer for his birthday <laughs> and Manu Ginobili because, damn, he's gone from the Aww. NBA. Well, at least. you know what? We're always, we're always here about the dogs. That's like the only thing I genuinely, if people bring dogs to this show, I literally cry every time. I get really weepy. But thank you. Happy birthday to Slayer. Good for you, Slayer. Second birthday. Um, Is he watching at home? Yes, I'm sure. No, he doesn't get internet access. It's oh, very dangerous. Good. You're a good parent. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Can't expose He'll them. He'll end up like writing the script for Ants 2 with you or something. <laughs> like that, you know? You're not an iPad parent. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so looping, I know that uh, you're usually a part, you're also a part of a four-person band, correct? Yes, I play with Mountebank. I actually play drums which uh, is about the only thing I'm not doing up here right now. <laughs> so uh, if you want to see me do that, check out mountebank.band. Um, yeah, we're going to be playing a lot around. We have our next show at Spider House, which I'm also playing as Alex Alco. Oh, sick. You're yeah. just double tapping it. I, I like to stay busy. Music's my passion. So thank you guys, Music Firsthand, once again. This is a cool idea. I love it. And I right? love comedy, too. See, <laughs> we're a kismet thing. We, we are always, like, destined to be together, musicians mm -hmm. and comedy. If um, you ever need a pit section tonight, I've got this Esmeralda tambourine. Yes. It's my favorite prop up here. I got my tambourine, too. Ah, oh, my um, God. But it doesn't have streamers, so. I have this I mean, really ugly fine. hat. It's fine. It'll work. But. And, and also two beers. No one judge me. I was hiding my. I love this lazy Susan of props we have. I feel like I'm on the home shopping network. <laughs> <laughs> up next, we have Terrifying Baby with Unicorn Head. <laughs> Uh, four easy payments of your soul. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> back to interviewing musicians. Looping. Um, I guess, like, what is the biggest difference for you going from being a drummer in a, in a big piece band to going to, like, looping and doing your whole thing? Like, I, it's got to be a percussion mindset, right, to do a whole bunch of things at once? That's a really great insight. Um, the looping is brutally, brutally unforgiving if you don't nail it right on yeah. the one in terms of hitting that. So years of drumming. Any drummer knows if you can't land a one on the crash or with your foot, right. you're, you're gone, you're sunk. So my main like, skill of being well-timed with my body really comes into play. But this is all about melodies and instruments and 
notes on drums, it's still like, you know, notes, but you're not doing a C or like a D. Yeah. You're doing like a quarter note or a triplet or something like that. So it's a totally kind of different part of my mind, but it's still very important from what I learned on drums in terms of rhythm to do it correctly. Yeah, how many instruments do you play? I, I wish I could even tell you how many are up here. I'd actually have to count. I think <laughs> I like say, my that rough number is like, is like six or eight. or We'll just say like around a half dozen. A bunch. <laughs> a bunch of instruments. A bunch, yeah. Many. Do I you mean, have I a feel favorite? like you could lump a lot. Like the cowbell, yeah. I wouldn't count as like. <laughs> Dude, the cowbell is very I'm really important. proficient in the cowbell. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be percussion. Yeah. Obviously guitar, percussion, yeah. singing, that's an instrument. True. Yeah, do you have like I'm a pick harmony background? Like, do you have a choir background or anything like that? Um, that's a great question. Yes. When I was uh, in sixth grade, I really wanted to do drums and band. I was already playing drums. But my mom was like, you sing really good, and uh, I want you to do choir. So I was forced to be in choir in sixth grade. <laughs> huh. And it was me and one other male, and that was it in that choir. And um, yeah, it got better. But um, right. it was one of those things where, like, mama knows best. She did. I went in kicking and screaming, and I got much better. But uh, yeah, it was just definitely throwing me right in there with the middle school, you know, wolves of choir. Well, yeah, the scary middle school choir kids. Ooh. Yeah. 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 They're just really sweaty, mostly. Well, it's just mainly were girls that were like, oh, you like to sing? And I was like, no, my mom made me be here. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, you do. Like, oh, the bad boy of choir. Ooh, no. That's my mom forced great. me into musical theater. I played theater. drums mainly. <laughs> <laughs> do you have like... Is your family musical? I saw your, your dad's in a band. Yes, uh, my family's very musical, which um, has allowed me to, you know, kind of dive into a lot of these yeah. instruments. Um, I think just by default, if you're a kid and you play drums, your parents are amazing. Like, right. they it's might not be, like, totally aunt. good people, but they have a good parenting quality, right. like, somewhere in there for that patience and annoyance. Or they're deaf, yeah. <laughs> or that, that's true. <laughs> Embrace the chaos kind of thing. I feel like that's a lot of our musicians that come on here that come from musical backgrounds. Like, it's very much like, oh, they gave me an outlet, not a, yeah. like, other than the forced choir lessons, which I totally relate well, to. Well, yeah, that, and, and thing, still, that was pretty nice. Like, I right. mean, I can't, it was still I'm a not gift. complaining I was yeah. forced to do anything, but it was still one of those things where, like, I'm, like you saw, I'll do harmonies and sing, and I have mm -hmm. a better knowledge of that. So. Well, I feel like it makes you a better instrumentalist in general, because it is an instrument, right? You're like, yeah. you, have to, you sure. have to have a knowledge of pitch and tone. That's also really... Do you have a favorite instrument? Still the drums, I would say. Still the um, drums. I think I would probably be, like, obese if I didn't play drums for a period <laughs> of my life. Like, I did nothing but, like, Halo 2 and drums <laughs> for, it's like, a good solid, like, two years of high school. And, uh, yeah, I, w I would probably be not the same person. It keeps me in shape and honest, and it's also a really great two release. two shows in a row. Two shows in a row, one is your band and one is your solo project. It's probably, like... I mean, like, it should be like an Austin musician's diet. Yeah. Like, why don't you just do a whole bunch of cardio where you throw your hands around and yeah, then kick a bunch of buttons and sing? You lift a bunch, you know, <laughs> do all that stuff. Nobody does it for you. No. Uh, what is, like, how, is this your, how many times have you done that, like, double tap thing where you've gone from band to solo? Is this the first time, or? Um, I've probably done it about three or four times this year. Um, I have been in, like, a lot of bands before mm -hmm. as you can see playing this many instruments here in Austin, someone will plug you into some project. Right. So I've done like double-decker shows kind of a, in a way, but it's much more extensive whenever I'm playing all my own music with all my own instruments. Right. Like this is like a lot of gear plus a drum kit. Right. But uh, I have a lot of help. Like you said, my family, my girlfriend's great. She helps me and uh, she's inspiring as well, by the way. Shout out to girlfriend in the back. 
She has a cute top on. I you can't guys just can't say see she, that on I can't just be like, she picks up stuff for me. Yeah, she's great. Um, is there great. like, are you, do you, uh, do you have more passion about performing music or creating music? Um, that's a great question. I would have to say that, um, I like performing more because creating would mean nothing if I didn't like perform it to someone. It's kind of like if that's a tree falls in the woods, yeah. you know? That's a true perform. Yeah. Because there are certain people that will like never show anybody their poetry or their, you know, their, their writing or something. Yeah. They're not really... It, yeah. Even if they are like had the greatest ever, you know. Yeah, I feel like people are like, but it's it's only for me, and I'm like, well, uh -huh. okay, you're not self-important. Fun, yeah. good for you. I love you? to go home and read my own poetry. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even look at it after the fact; I just burn it. Okay, well, all right. It's just it's also great. hard when there's so many anonymous ways you can uh, put things out, like DeviantArt, Reddit, right? Like so many things you. We could live do. in an age where it's not like it's impossible to almost not have a presence somewhere, but it's also pretty damn easy to remain anonymous in certain forums. Like <laughs> That's pretty, it's not the hardest thing in the world. Uh, would you like to kick off another song for us? Sure. Um, this song is about my uh, love slash hate for the internet, which is the same thing as that last song is about, and it's what's uh, empowering this vehicle right now. It's Shout out to all Facebook. complicated and meta. <laughs> I hate all the internet except for you people. Thank you yeah, for being here. Yeah, y'all are great. Everyone else on Facebook, though, am I right? They're awful. <laughs> this song's called Hashtag. You can find it on my Spotify and other websites and stuff. You know, Tinder, whatever. I just, just can't. <laughs> Hey, 
Thanks, 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 thanks. All right. Keep it going for it, Tab. Uh, little tiny tidbit, Facebook. If you want to comment a question for our artist, please do. Always open for suggestions. It pops question. up right here, and right now it's sad and empty. Because technology. That's how that works. Um, also, we do have shirts for sale for $12 if you'd like to purchase them, thanks to New Standard Manufacturing. And speaking of merch, you just got new merch designed. I saw the t-shirts. They look sick. Thank you. Thank you. I, I have some t-shirts. Um, yeah, they're in a box over there. The internet can't see them, but you can click on them on Instagram and exactly. Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Who, do you, who designed your t-shirts? They were designed by Kat Barrera. She's amazing. Uh, Sassy Frass Woman is her Instagram. And um, yeah, she's been doing work for the Mohawk and all around town. And yeah, I... Uh, I actually got her to do my EP cover and a couple other designs because I just really loved her art. So, Yeah, your EP, your second solo EP just came out? It's not out, but it you is finished. finished. It. Yes. it is like basically just waiting for me to uh, press the big red button, Ooh. you know? <laughs> so tempting. So uh, being a one-man band, I think the appeal to that is not being accountable to anyone, but maybe I'm <laughs> cynical. Uh, when you, when no, you're right. That's, that's a great part. When great you, addition. When you write a song in this format, is there actually like a like a completely put together written form somewhere, or is a lot of it just in your head? Um, it kind of like becomes a little bit more cemented once I take it to the studio and like really write it and then release it. Like once it, it's a song, yeah, you're yeah, pretty, because you're pretty locked other, in that. <laughs> yeah, well, otherwise it's kind of like you know. When you practice in a band, everybody knows what the next part's gonna happen. And even if there's right. like an improv solo, there's like four bars for the solo, whatever. When I'm doing this, if I'm just like, you know, I don't wanna play the song anymore and I don't wanna do that last verse, it's not like I have to signal to someone like, hey, I don't feel like this. Also, that's just not a thing you do in a band. Like, uh -huh. you ride it out. So, yeah, there's definitely been times where I'm in a show and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing anything that I wrote down on the set list. I'm just gonna do whatever. And it's a beautiful freedom. And um, it's a lot of fun, but there's definitely also um, sometimes I get worried that I'm just stuck in my own mindset. And, and uh, you know, I think that almost all material you make as an artist, it's really close to you. So it's hard for right. you to, like, be a jerk about it, even whenever you're like, nah. Like, I'm like, okay, I didn't hit that note. That's one thing to easily tell. But, like, is that the right note? You know what I mean? Mm. That, that's as a musician where I'm like, 
I hit the note right, but is it the n- right note? It's hard to walk outside of myself and be like, for sure that is. You know? yeah. In a band, it's like, uh, no, man, I didn't like that B minor there. You always right. have somebody There's to like. There's a collaboration, mm-hmm. right. Do you have like a pet peeve when collaborating with people? Like, I, I don't, working, I've worked with some actors that I'm just like, how do you have Friends. Yeah, I think your when process, you, I'd recommend doing stand up. F- yeah. you just, <laughs> just you're alone. Solo. You're talking about yourself. It's great. Everyone yeah. goes home alone. It's <laughs> safe. I th- yeah, I think that there's definitely like a fragility within all artists. So you got to realize yeah. that these are their little imagination babies. Mm-hmm. So there's some people who just are really insensitive and they think what they think is uh, great all the time, which is not like a pet peeve in musicians. I have just in people in general. It's yeah. a pet peeve I have. Just, you know, a lack Those of Those people should go form one-man bands. Yes. Yeah, and they probably won't sound good, but, you know, <laughs> who knows? Maybe they'll be amazing. But, uh, Figure it I out think, on their own. I think that's kind of it um, in terms of just that. And then, like, secondly, I would say if you're kind of just, like, downing something, I think it's really productive in any setting to have a suggestion. Not right. just be like, no, that sucked. Nothing. I don't have anything else to bring to right. the table besides say that sucked. It's like, well... If you're going to say that, then try to have an idea. I know sometimes that is the only thing you can say for sure is, like, I don't like that. And yeah, that's I feel fair. like there has to be, like, trust there because if you give someone the opportunity to critique your work, then that means that you're trusting their ability to see what you really want yeah. in something. Yeah. Like, is this the vision? And then the person's like, I'm... Like, you're like, do you see bunnies? And you're like, I see two clowns. And you're like, okay, this is not going to work. they're like, I work. see rabbits. And you're like, what's the difference? And we're like, you know? son of a... Yeah. I'm like, okay, Mr. Poetic, rabbits. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, what is something about you that uh, maybe your fans or like, you know, even some of your like not so close friends would be like surprised to know about you? This is the platform. We're on uh, the internet. Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I'll take this opportunity to uh, <laughs> just trash talk the general public that I get uh, judged a lot that I'm not going to be good at basketball because I'm short, but I've been getting oh. a lot better lately. And that's all I have to say. That's the that's I guess I'm just thinking about Ginobili too you much. Heard that? He's a baller. Facebook. <laughs> that's right. Not on today. Mm. You just uh, got back from a tour, like a mini. In the, in yes, I went with uh with my homies in Mountebank. We uh, did our first kind of out of state run, which we played so many shows. But it, Texas is so big that like yeah. we've been around almost every city here, and we finally got out. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Tulsa and Oklahoma were really cool, our Oklahoma City, and um, Marfa is a really cool small town. Mm -hmm. We went there on the way Mm -hmm. out, a lot of driving, and uh, of course we had some turmoil with like a flat tire and a broken jack at the same time. I saw the pictures of the van. What was the, what did you end up naming the van? This is all I do when purpose for this Instagram. Don't expose me now because uh, (laughs) I actually don't have a name for the van. That's the joke is it always changes. But I did let Instagram like vote on it and they decided Vanny Pacquiao which I almost went with, but then I found out he made some some uh, not so good comments. Oh yeah, and I took that opportunity he to be homophobe. like, never mind, <laughs> Instagram. I almost let you do something for me, but I took the guy. I took it back. You know, <laughs> just kidding. No more Vanny Pacquiao. That's fair. I, do you have to name everything? I, I name everything. Um, that's a great question. Um, I have a name for like a lot of things. Like this guitar is Black Beauty. <laughs> which also I named one of my old trucks. Perfect. And, um, but like, it's kind of weird what gets a name and what doesn't. Like, I don't have a name for my drum machine, but I love it a lot. Right. It's just, uh, 
it's got the boom there. But then, like, you have, like, a cup, and you're like, oh, Morris. Like, I don't know. Like, this is nothing, <laughs> something that doesn't really matter. That this always beer is named Morris now. <gasps> but Morris He's is going bye-bye. Oh, bye, Morris. Peace. Gr- oh, it's actually, you heard it first. I really wish, like, sometimes we were yeah, just a vod- like just a podcast so they couldn't see what was going on, and we had to be like, he just chugged his whole beer. I love those parts of podcasts. Those are my favorite. <laughs> like, this is what's happening right now. I'm like, Especially you whenever it's, like, just a little bit of beer, and like, you can make me sound so cool like He that. chugged four and a half gallons of beer in 2.3 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, okay, so if you could... Did you meet anybody super interesting on tour? I always like want to know if anybody like picked up any good people on the way. Um, I did have some cool, uh, I guess, social media networking that like worked yeah. immediately. Uh, my friend, his band, we were playing with them, and I just went to their Instagram and saw who was like heavily interacting with his stuff, like who was really into their music, yeah. and then I like followed them from our Mountbank uh, page, and then I met them in real life. They actually ended up coming to Aww. our show, and I was like, hey. I'm that random band that added you. Don't feel like it was a robot or like a creep. It was me, and I did it because I thought you'd like music. So it was cool to do that kind of 2018 uh, meet and greet type right. of thing. I was just talking to somebody about this. Like in 2004, it was not weird yet to meet people on the internet in person. It was not weird yet. And then like Craigslist happened, and people started dying. Catfishing. You yeah, know, and it, then that's when people stopped meeting each other IRL. Uh, and then, in like 2010, it's no longer cool to meet people IRL. It's scary, and like Craigslist <laughs> transactions end up in people dying or getting shot in the river. You guys weren't here for that. Or you can futon. offload a futon, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, it's it stopped it stopped being okay because people started to. T- I want I I don't want to say taking advantage of it like there was anything good about like being like <laughs> free people to murder on the internet. That doesn't make. That's not taking advantage of it. That's just being a general monster. But when did that stop being okay? Like AIM days, you could totally meet I, someone. From I think the it's making a, a comeback. That's what I experienced there. Um, I met some people who like, I I'm. I remember their Instagram right. handles right now. It's like so weird <laughs> about it. It's like we met each other in such a strange fashion where it's like kind of similar. It's like, you know, you have, and I've never met face-to-face, but you knew some things right. about me. I don't think that's weird. I think that's cool. Like, I'm trying to push that out there. But there is some people who are like, it's like you're saying it's hard to not have a presence on something, but then yeah. they get surprised that their presence, like, reached a stranger. Right. Or like, you're like su- okay. you get mad when you get called on something that, yeah, well, we have the receipts. The internet is literally a bunch of numbers it's full of receipts. a paper trail of all of the terrible things we've all done. So. Yeah, like, we all know. Like, it, the, with that one friend that has to clean out your drawer or something when you die before your parents come over. Like, there's <laughs> nothing for that on the internet. <laughs> there's nothing for that on the internet. That shit is forever. If you die nefariously in any way, your parents are knowing exactly what you have Googled <laughs> for the rest of your damn life. It's, I, oh. I feel like more people have that friend designated than they do an actual will. Yes. That person is the will. Yeah. They're like, no, Just she said she didn't like this. She wants uh, lilies at her funeral, and she wants her ashes spread in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory warehouse. That's <laughs> the truth. That's uh, my wishes. We Don't. have a fan message. <gasps> well, it's oh, cool. from Ben. Uh, he has ben. a recommendation for a new van name, uh, Vanu Ginobili. Vanu Ginobili is <gasps> definitely the name for like the next two weeks at least. Actually, Vanu Ginobili is one that we've had in rotation. I don't get it. Ben and Alex just became best friends. <laughs> he's, he's, well, do you, do you want to explain your connection? Because I feel like 
he was literally tweet. Do you not follow our artists on Facebook? Am I the only creep? I'm the only creep. I, I no, you're not creepy. We just established that. <laughs> it's cool. It's 2018. No one's creepy. That's not true. Everybody's creepy until proven not creepy. Mm-hmm. It depends on your likes and also if you maybe have pictures of like your obscure body parts, but not your face in your picture. You're not uh, a person. Yeah, everyone has that yeah. one friend you go to the following feed and you're like, dude, you're liking some strange pictures, man. Like, yeah. You really need to chill out. You know, we can all see that. Or like the one super old great uncle that adds everybody on Facebook and you're like, you have 19 fake prostitutes on your Facebook, <laughs> dude. And they like, like all of this stuff. He's like, I have this friend in Sweden. Like, she is not your friend. He is not your friend. <laughs> they, probably a group of them trying to get your, are you on some, like, are you giving them money? No, that's I not. just bought them one Maserati. <laughs> just one. Just one. Just the one time. Do you want to do a couple of more songs for us? I would love to do that. Um, All right. Four yeah, tap, for give sure. it up for Alex Alcup. So this is also one of my newer songs. I'm really excited about this one. I uh, have the recording ready to come out soon, and it's featuring uh, my sister, it's the first time we've collaborated on art. She's a great, or music art. She's a great artist, so. Just imagine my sister's voice in the outro, okay, guys?
Switch guitars real quick. That's happened before, and uh, no one's ever seen it, so that was on camera. Actually, that was part of the show. I totally planned that, guys. I <laughs> gotcha. So uh, this next one, we're going to take a little bit of a different direction. We're going to talk about something that's... Uh, not fun for everyone to talk about. It's the fun G word, gentrification. So it's definitely a thing here in Austin. Up 
in all the town. Revenues are up, but spirits are down. If we don't wake up soon, then we'll all your shirt it mm-hmm. reminds me of trapper keepers i had throughout middle school yes. um on the topic of trapper keepers i noticed that your band mount 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 a bank mount a bank i tried too hard to make it fancy <laughs> that was like uh, the fancy english i way. can't help it my name is claude uh <laughs> it's in uh they have a lost and found. So, well, y'all have a lost and yes. found section on your website. What is that? Like, it just says lost and found, and there's pictures of like a trapper keeper among other things. Like, lost where? Where'd you like? I mean, have you ever been partying really hard and you lose something? <laughs> and then you're like, where do I go? Do I go to the Craigslist lost idea and found? Do I go I've to? Gone this year? Wait, so are these are those things that, that y'all lost, or did someone lose them with you? Yeah. Um, it, it's really deep, man. Honestly, it can be anything, but like... I was at say, work today, like, trying to get to the bottom of this. I mean... <laughs> I had the wall with the red string. There was Nancy once, Claude. There was once this guy who, uh, who came to one of our shows, and, and he fell really hard on his face and, like, was bleeding a lot. Oh, my. And he was, like, drunk dancing, and it was pretty fun. 
I mean, he looked like he was having fun until then, but... <laughs> Did he lose he, a tooth? He emailed us the next day and was like, I'm missing some of my tooth. Have you guys seen it? I guess it right! I was thinking that too. What yeah. is a tooth? I made 10000 That didn't happen. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen? It's a good story. I would be story. so excited if he lost But that's what it's for. That's what it's for. Okay. Things like that, you know? Like... Really, what he was looking for was his dignity, and we can't, we couldn't help him with that. Yeah, he didn't lose any part of his teeth. You're never gonna find your dignity on the internet. Either. Let me tell you, <laughs> the last place. Mm. Uh, Claude, would you like to do your little segment to close us out? I would love to. <laughs> so, uh, we like to do a segment, or I like to do a segment called Claude Goes on I a like Tangent, it. and it's when I ask you some trivia questions that are thematically related to you. Uh, now, your band Mountebank. Uh, that is a synonym for a swindler, a snake oil salesman. Quack doctor. Yeah. Quack doctor. Quack That's, doctor. You just had to one-up me and have the cutest name for it. <laughs> Whatever. It was cute. Uh, yeah, I won't do this anymore. Um, no. So I'm going to ask you some trivia questions oh, about snap. famous swindlers. And okay. you have to guess the correct answer. And when the first time we did this, it was like you were playing for something, and now it's just like, oh, who cares? We're just going to talk about You uh, get a car. You get a car. Yeah, I just went anything. on a Wikipedia spiral, and we're going to talk about it. That's <laughs> All right. So, uh, Victor Lustig swindled, uh, swindled someone out of a lot of money using what famous world landmark? Did he, A, say that he could sell people Easter Island statues and recarve them to be portraits of them. Uh, I'm interested in that. B, did he sell the naming rights for the pyramids at Giza to be the Toyota Pyramid Center at Giza? Or C, did he sell the entire Eiffel Tower to a scrap metal salesman, scrap metal dealer? As much as I want to say B, I feel like it's A. I hope it's A. It is C. Oh, what? man. It is C. He, uh, he actually, he doubled up. He, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> he doubled huh. up. He, um, uh, he, told, uh, he told someone that he was auctioning off the Eiffel Tower for scrap metal, but he also pretended to be a bureaucrat and said, in addition to you buying it, I'm going to need a little bribe. And he <laughs> swindled the guy twice. That's Genius. Wow. I like this trip. Spoiler yeah. alert, the Eiffel Tower is still there. So. What? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Someone Slow tell burn. Victor. He's still using it as a, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the still... original catfish. Yep. Mm. Yeah. His name is Donald That's Trump. true. It's almost like the synonym for mountebank is catfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second question. James Addison Rivas is best known for swindling money by, by falsely claiming what title? Did he say he was A, the Duke of Edinburgh, B, the Baron of Arizona, or C, a Nigerian prince? Can I phone a friend? Well, if we're talking Facebook, it's C. Oh. If we're talking an idiot with no map, B. I mean, she was the friend I phoned, so B. B? Yeah. That is correct. He claimed to be the Baron of Arizona. Yes! It's back when America was, like, buying Arizona, and he just made up this bullshit title of, oh, I'm, like, the Baron of Arizona. Baron of Arizona. I would be happy to sell you my land. The, the US, Baron of Austin. The, yes. And the Pretend. U.S. government, like, told him, like, ah, we don't feel so great about this. He should have just, like, counted his losses and walked away. Instead, he tried to sue the U.S. government for $11 million dollars. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, but when you try to sue the government, they do a little bit of research about you. Just and a they, tit. Yeah, he ended up in prison. So mm. don't uh, just mm -mm -mm -mm. count your losses when you can't quit wow. while you're ahead. Uh, last question. 
Ferdinand de Mara uh, became known as the great imposter because with zero, credential, zero credentials, he performed the duties of which of these occupations? A, a surgeon. B, the pope. C, a rocket. Okay, I'm going to go with A, a surgeon. Yeah. That is true, yeah. A wow. rocket, though, I would have loved. A ro- I would, yeah, Are that you, would be a better story. What is story. it? You have to be 5'9"? Is, huh? Was he 5'9 and 115 it, pounds? Don't you get, like, custom shoes made when you're a rocket? No, you like have to that fit was, them. I thought no, you no, got, like, a shoes. custom heel so that everyone was 5'9". No, you have to be a certain, you have to be a certain height. Like, there, there's, a, I thought there was a range, and then they gave you a custom heel. To, we'll Google it. I don't. <laughs> there's a reason my mom Chime like, in Facebook if you know. You can never know. be. Well, thank you. Claude, that was a beautiful segment. Oh, I really like that. Beautiful. I don't know if I've got. Give it up one. for Claude for his lovely segment. And we got a, he got a question right, we got a question right. Dream Team, bam. Uh, where can we see you coming up? Where can somebody come see you in a show soon? Um, that's a great question. My next performance here in Austin is at, is at Love Goat on Saturday at 9 p.m. And uh, if any of my San Antonio family or maybe someone from San Antonio is watching or willing to drive there, I'm playing Friday at Imagine Book slash Record Store. Cool, That's cool, a pretty cool, cool. thing. And then um, Spider House Ballroom on Friday, September 7th for Austin Uncharted's one-year anniversary party. That's, that's going to be a fun one. Exciting. Well, thank you so much. Claude, yeah. where will you be this week? Oh, uh, same place I am every week. I am at Gutbusters Thursday at 8 at Hops and Grain. Uh, and next week, Gutbusters is guest hosted by the very funny Kai Krebs, so you should also okay. go see that. Because, uh, or you should go see me next Thursday at the Brixton Comedy Hour, which is at on the east side. They're uh, friends of ours. We love the Brixton. We've done a up. show there. Before. Brixton Comedy Hour, uh, hosted by Yola Lou. She's love amazing. Um, yeah, We've worked with that's her. That's where too. I'm going to be. Well, thank you. I'm um, also singing at the tavern tomorrow, so if you want to come hang out. And I got Esther's Follies. Where are you going to be, weekend. Becky Joe? At my day job that's actually a weekend job. Esther's Follies every weekend. Come see me, it'll be great. Uh, shout out to our incredible sponsors. First of all, thank you to Fourth Tap so much. Give it to Fourth Tap for letting us be here. I'd like to thank Austin Eastsiders, New Standard Manufacturing for our beautiful merch. 512 Tequila, Nine Banded Whiskey. We got all the merch up here. It's intense. Um, we also would like to thank our patrons. Thank you. Join our mystery uh, merch club. Check it out online if you want to know what that is because it's super cool and amazing. We'd like to say goodnight to Facebook tonight. He's going to do one more song for the house. So next time, maybe you want to come hang out. Who knows? We'd love to see your beautiful faces. (laughs) But thank you so much for joining us, Alex Alco. Give it up once more. Bye, Internet. Thank you, Facebook. Good night. I love you, slash I hate you. (laughs) I mean, the people are cool. I love you, though. Okay, head over to ComediansInterviewingMusicians.live where you can get additional bonus material and rewards. And you can find all the full videos on the Music First Hand YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. See you next time.